It's that time once more. It's Turbo Time. Turbo Drive Live. Here on Sega Sonic Radio. The number one source for Sonic music. Music. Hello and welcome to Turbo Drive Live here on Sega Sonic Radio for another week here on this fine weekend night. Friday night, weekend night, whatever. Kickstart in your weekend, yes. Uh-huh. So, yes, welcome again to the show. The show that is boring and it doesn't have any good ways. God knows what else. It does not have Sven and it does not have Kev and it does not have boobs. Well, it does have boobs, it's just you can't see it and... Uh, you know, so, and if I did actually provide boobs, uh, it'd probably be uh, a felony in probably like 20 states if young people are actually listening to this, or hence watching this, if they could watch this. I don't know. Anyway, uh, welcome to the show, and um, I hope everyone's having a good evening, and having, you know, starting to kind of like, um, you know, chill for their weekend ahead, or uh, probably get their freak on, and or get their kind of like uh, gentleman's uh, romantic side um, today, because uh, um, the well, it's not this weekend, but on the Monday after the weekend is um. What is it? Um, it's uh, kind of like Valentine's Day on. Well, it's Valentine's Day on the Monday, on the fourteenth. But uh, probably a lot of couples who are out there and obviously would like to, you know, talk about it. Um, they kind, you know, they kind, you know, they don't really celebrate Valentine's Day on a weekday, especially on a Monday, because that's just really annoying. So. Obviously, a lot of them will just probably celebrate on the weekend, which is typical. I know it's 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 common knowledge, you know, because that's the only time off you have. Yes. So anyway, um, so I hope everyone's all right, uh, except Johnny, because uh, he doesn't like me confusing him with uh, another John that's uh, 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 floating around. So uh, yeah. Uh, the John the John the VG nerd who's been float, floating around uh, the SSMB uh, over the coming weeks and he, he has been confused by that person it's it's not not that uh, helpful of course so yes so Johnny is mad I can tell because he's using capital letters in his texting. Loud noises! Pretty much. So anyway, um... Right, for this week... Uh... So, yeah. So... Yeah, this week... Not much is gonna be happening. I mean, um... Not much has been happening on the news front, mainly because Sonic Stadium's been, well, down the last couple of days. Uh, well, well, okay, since yesterday, but it's kind of been brought back. I mean, it takes bloody ages to load. Don't know what the hell's happened to it, so uh, some some um, some uh, glitch gl- gremlins must have uh, crawled into the vents and uh, started to poke, poke their kind of like... Uh, Glitches into the system, so uh, yeah. Um, yeah, things. Yeah, so Sonic News Rewind is gonna be very short this week, hopefully. Um, then we got Turbo Source Impressions, and I'm gonna do a Turbo Source Impressions on the Blu-ray DVD release. Okay, maybe not release, but just a, a Blu-ray DVD that I actually bought. Very, 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 very recently, and I'll give you my thoughts on it. Uh, and I'll tell you now, it's a video game DVD movie kind of thing. Yes, it's it's a movie based on a video game series. 
be very afraid. Or not. I mean, it really, it's actually a very toss-up kind of th- uh, com- uh, decider this week for October Source Impressions, whether it thinks like it's a, it's a video game-based film. You know, it's a, it's a film based on a video game. So it's like, uh, it could be crap. It could be, you know, uh, mediocre. It could be, you know, anything. Yeah. So, so uh, anyway. And, of course, uh, if you fancy your chances of getting some of your favorite songs being played on... Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, on the show. Like, any particular Sonic song that you tend to like. Except for Sonic Colors, which I still don't have any files for. Uh, or even the Bloomin' uh, official CD. Which is annoying. I mean, I'm still waiting for it to be put onto PlayAsia, so that way I don't have to, you know, register a brand new account for for a website that I probably never use again. I mean, I used, you know, at least with PlayAsia, I did actually use it again to get the Bayonetta soundtrack and whatnot. But, um, but no, apparently, they, they, they can't be bothered to put the Sonic Colors soundtrack onto their website. <sighs> Jesus. He's like, balls. He's like, bunch of balls. I say that. So, yeah. I'm still waiting f- for that. And it's like... I I think I should write a letter of... Compl- uh, well, an email saying to PlayAsia. And say, Dear PlayAsia, you have some selection of uh, Sonic soundtracks, including the Sonic and the Black Knight soundtrack, and uh, the uh, still available Sonic Rush Adventure soundtrack, though you do not have the most recent one that is available just now called the Sonic Color soundtrack. Why the fuck is that possible. Why don't you have this soundtrack? This soundtrack is awesome. I want to have this soundtrack and I want to buy it from your website but you do not have it, have it on your website so thus I cannot purchase from you and thus you do not get a profit. La da 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 da. So, uh, yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, right. I just went, went totally on a tangent. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah. We're gonna have Sonic News Rewind very, uh, very shortly now, and to take us into Sonic News Rewind, <laughs> make one mistake, Turbo, and you will never see the light of day. For I am Johnny, Johnny. Sorry. <clears throat> a little grudge got into me. <clears throat> anyway. Um, moving on. Uh, yes, we've got uh, <laughs> Sonic News Rewind uh, coming up now. And, um, oh, dear, oh, lordy, oh, lordy, oh, lordy. Um, what we have up first. Um, I've been liking a lot of the kind of like... I just, I don't know why, but I just totally like the total guitar rifting of, um, you know, the, um, Fist of the North Star Ken's Rage soundtrack. And, um, you know, it's, it's like, I really can't, I, I just can't get enough of it. It's like, the soundtrack is, like, all the guitar bits in it, it's just absolutely fantastic. Um, it's just something that any person could just go, you know, headbang to. Uh, I'm surprised. Uh, I'm surprised. Uh, fellow kind of like metal rock guitar madness guy uh, T Bird uh, hasn't mentioned anything. It's like he's, he hasn't said anything. It's like uh, John, what's this from? <laughs> so anyway, um, anyway. So, yes, uh, from the Fist of the North Star, Ken's Raid's official soundtrack, or ten, uh, was it, uh, Hokuto no Musho, uh, Musho, I think it is, or Muso, Muso, yeah, I can't remember the exact pronunciation, but, um, 
Yeah, uh, this is a soundtrack called Core of Grief, and it's not by it's not done by the guy who has has done the majority of of the songs in um, or the main composer for uh, the soundtrack uh, Mesa uh, or Masa Masa or Mesa, um, but uh, no, it's done by uh, another kind of, kind of like a co co kind of like. Uh, producers or something like that so and I can't remember I don't know what his name is because it's in kanji and uh, I can't read it so uh, but anyway here's a uh, core of grief uh, for you from the fist and North Star Ken's rage official soundtrack and uh, of course after that we'll have song news rewind very shortly here on Turbo Drive live only on Sega Sonic radio Hey, welcome back. It's time for Sonic News Rewind here on Sega Sonic Radio, so enjoy the show. And, yeah, apparently lots of crap is going on. Anyway, uh, with uh, Sonic News Rewind, like I said, I'm, I'm going to be very short with this because there's only like three new entries since the last week, uh, including, um, you know, from last Friday, obviously, I was talking about uh, the latest news stories that were coming up there, was Sonic's 20th anniversary music stuff, mm, uh, Wavemaster Entertainment talking about this, that, and the next thing, including a they were selling um, uh, Cross 40 tickets to a live event in Japan, uh, and they were also putting up a new page for Sonic's 20th anniversary, and of course, there is a story related to that. 
uh, related to that uh, story, but uh, of course we will talk about that later. Um, with Sega, uh, with a huge amount of titles coming out for this uh, for this year, uh, they have like a little mini press event uh, to be held. Uh, to talk about all these new titles, including Virtual Tennis, uh, the new Virtual Tennis game, uh, and of course uh, Anarchy Reigns, which I've, which by the way I've seen all the kind of like trailers for them, and hot damn, does Jack look badass? I'm sorry, but you know I thought Jack was a badass in Mad World, but he's even more of a badass in Anarchy Reigns. Is absolutely insane. Insane. So anyway, um, if you don't know why I think he's insane, it's because he has a bloody instead of one chainsaw on his arm, he now has two. He has a dual chainsaw called the Gator's Tooth. Oh God, that the, it looks good. It looks awesome. Um. Uh. Oh, jo- oh, Johnny, it's like, oh, he's gonna pick on me. Um, actually, actually, yes, it is actually called that. Johnny's saying it, uh, asking in the IRC chat room, isn't it called Max Anarchy? Yes, it is. In Japan. You know, the Japanese, you know, um, you know, the Japanese are calling it Max Anarchy, but the European Western kind of like uh, release will be called Anarchy Reigns. Now, I don't know why they've done that before. Obviously, they've done that with Sonic Sonic Unleashed, with Sonic Unleashed being the UK uh, Western kind of like uh, name for it, and then Sonic's World Adventure in Japan. So, uh, it's not the first time, uh, and of course, the more memorable kind of like uh, franchise that has two different names in uh, two different kind of like uh, kind of like uh, sectors of the world: uh, Biohazard and Resident Evil. Bi- uh, Biohazard being the Japanese name, and uh, Resident Evil being the Western name. So it's not the first time. Anyway, I'm de- I'm deviating from what I'm talking about. Um, but no, I've seen the trailers. I've seen the latest trailer, and I've seen the, the character-specific trailer for Jack. And Jack looks... Uh, oh, God. he. Everyone thinks that it would be bad for Jack to be portrayed in a more realistic style. But but really, he's not. it's not all that bad. Um, but uh, they've got the character design right. I mean, they got the kind of like physics of how he's how the character is built correct and what the whole background of Jack being that you know of like uh, he has a metallic arm that can transform into a chainsaw how cool is that so um anyway so yeah I can't wait for Anarchy Reigns uh, to come out here in the UK but um uh, it's supposed to be coming out in uh, August, so sometime. So yeah. Transformers ripoff. Oh, all right. <clears throat> but but Jack's a human. Jack's a human with an art. Uh, Johnny, just watch the trailers, you idiot. You know, it's like you think it thinks uh, it's like, oh, it's a transfer. Oh, it's a it's a guy. He's a robot. It's like no, it's a guy, a man, a human being that. Had his arm taken off and replaced with a robotic one that turns into a chainsaw. Hmm. 
if that's ripping off anything, uh, anyone, it's probably ripping off, I don't know, um, just trying to think of a good one. Uh, um, Ash from Evil Dead? Maybe? I don't know. I mean, he gets his hand cut off and he turns his hand into a chainsaw. Yeah, yeah, he turns his hand. Ah, he, he uses his hand as a chainsaw. Yeah, makes sense. Anyway, um, never mind. Um, moving on. Uh, on the uh, community blog, apparently, uh, in Sonic Four, you can pretty much use the instant win button. Uh, um, really pointless, really. Um, basically, everyone was talking about that the jump button is kind of like an in instant win button. Um. Where obviously someone's demonstrated that uh, the jump button can be used as a m form of moment, uh, uh, like a uh, form of momentum in the game, without having to use the analog stick or directional pads uh, to help in movement. So yeah, not really much there. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of stupid, anyway. Uh, and finally, uh, like I was talking about the Sonic 20th anniversary things that Wavemaster is talking about, there has been um, a kind of kind of like entry in certain kind of like websites, including Amazon.co.jp. Um, which is the Japanese version of Amazon, talking about a Sonic Adventure original soundtrack 20th Anniversary Edition. And, um, quite interesting, that. Though I think the title is a little misleading. Because Sonic Adventure, it's not, 20 year, it's not 20 years old. It's 10, at least. You know. I mean, the Dreamcast and Sonic Adventure itself celebrated its 10th anniversary back, well, in 1999, really. Uh, well, well, it's like it was released in 1999, and uh, Sega and whatnot, and uh, you know, celebrated its 10-year anniversary back in 2009. So that was two years ago. So that's 12 years. So, ah, uh, I'm sorry, I'm just nitpicking. Anyway, uh, it's probably supposedly. Uh, one of the several releases that are going to be released by Wavemaster Entertainment to celebrate Sonic's 20th anniversary and their kind of like partnership with Sega in releasing these soundtracks, um, you know, with, uh, you know, Sega's blessing, pretty much. So, that'll be cool. Because Sonic, the Sonic Adventure soundtrack is quite a hard soundtrack to get a hold of. Being that it was probably one of the more earliest... Uh, soundtracks available for, um, you know, for sale uh, on a CD-based format in Japan. So, um, yeah, and that's pretty much all the news. Nothing else. Not much. Like I said, it's like no news has been slow. So is community news, really. Um, but yeah, other than that, not much. Meh. Typical. Anyway, so... Stupid thing. Oh, yeah. Gives me time to rant about something. Just very briefly. Windows can go to hell. That's all I want to say. Because Windows tried to update earlier this week. And when I did update it, it screwed up my internet connection. Thanks, Windows. You're really, really fucking helpful with your with your updates and security updates and God knows what else. So, uh, yeah, you are completely helpful to my cause. Thanks very much. So, yeah. So, I'm not happy with Microsoft right now. You know, and Windows, so... Yeah, so uh, they can really bite my balls.
Anyway. Right, uh, I think we might as well go into a musical break uh, with... Uh, of course, I was going through some of the OC remixes, and uh, a personal favorite, personal oldie favorite from the OC remix library of Sonic songs has been uh, the Sky Chase Sky Moon mix, and it, it, I do like this mix a lot uh, from Sonic t- uh, for Sonic Two, and uh, yeah, and I think a lot of other people actually like this uh, soundtrack as well. So anyway. Enjoy the song, I'll be back in a few minutes, and uh, I'll be back with Turbo Search Impressions, with my DVD, kind of like a DVD Blu-ray kind of thing, review as such. So, yeah, enjoy, and see you in a bit. Okay. Turbo's first impression. 
Uh, welcome back, it's time for Turbo Source Impressions here on Turbo Drive Live, only on Sega Sonic Radio. And of course, um, we have a Turbo Source Impressions that's probably a lot more fresher than uh, the last couple that uh, I've been talking about. And it is a Blu-ray DVD overview and my impressions of said Blu-ray and DVD. Yes. Um, oh, and by the way, if people were kind of wondering, I'm on Windows 7. Uh, yeah, one of their updates is crap. So, in fact, one of their updates was for uh, Bloomin' Internet Explorer, which I don't even use. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, the DVD movie in question I have in my hand. Now, there was actually two versions. Well, there's three versions, obviously. There's the regular DVD. There's the um, uh, blue, regular blu- Blu-ray release, and then there's the Blu-ray DVD combo, uh, and then there is a a special edition of this, which is the DVD Blu-ray combo plus a 630-page storyboard booklet, which has the entire movie from beginning to end in a storyboard format page to page, and that was, like, that was like about 50 quid, and I was like, uh, no, I'll just get the 22 pound DVD Blu-ray thingy, thank you very much, so, because um, I'm not going to spend another 30 quid on a book that I'll probably glance over, you know, very briefly, and it's like, even though it's storyboards, and it's like, I mean, I've got the movie. If I want to see this, if I want to see storyboards from the movie or something like that in a format where it's actually following the movie, I'd watch it on the DVD or watch it on the Blu ray if that's an optional feature. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, with, um,. The DVD Blu-ray in question, it is... Da-da-da-da! Professor Layton and the Eternal Diva. Diva. Sorry. Just had to do that again. Um, yeah, Professor Layton and the Eternal Diva. Um, for those who don't know what... You know, the Professor, uh, Professor Layton series is, where the fuck have you been? I mean, Professor Layton is probably one of the most uh, popular puzzle-solving uh, games on the DS so far, selling millions across the world. Uh, and a person, you know, a personal favorite to those who love their kind of like mystery puzzle solvers, as such. But uh, you're probably wondering, so what's this all about, Professor Layton and the Eternal Diva? Yes, this is a feature-length uh, feature-length film uh, of said movie. Uh, though it's at 95 minutes, so, yeah, it's kind of stretching it. But, um, yes. Uh, with, um, yeah, bye, Johnny. He is leaving. Uh, with, what is it? Uh, Professor Layton and the Eternal Diva. Now, I was kind of like looking up how this movie ties in with the series, and it does tie in with the uh, computer game series that it's based on. And it's tied up between a game that is not even released yet. And that is quite the thing. Um, uh, Professor Layton and the Eternal Diva is actually a story that, or it's supposed to take place after, uh, or, well, the main story for the, uh, for the Eternal Diva is set after a prequel game that has not been released yet, called, uh, The Serpent's Flute, uh, uh, or something, or something like that, and it's not even released yet, it's been released in Japan already, but, uh, it has not made a, uh, localization translation yet. So, so this movie here has actually come out before the game that, um, you know, before the game, um, that it's dire- directly being, uh, put after, 
uh, has come around. So, yeah, it's it's going to be a little confusing for people who are actually, you know, who's kind of like semi-been paying attention to the series. Um, like me. <laughs> because the only game that I actually played from the Professor Layton series was Pandora's Box. And the reason why is that I was getting it as a free game when I was getting my DSi metallic blue at the time. So, and because, you know, I, you know, I liked the animation style of, uh, you know, how the game was portrayed, and uh, I was very curious, so, (laughs) oh, that's a pun in its own right. I was curious, you know, I was curious, like the people in the Curious Village, (laughs) ha 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 ha, references, lol, um, but no, with uh, Professor Layton and the Eternal Devo, how does it kind of like fare to the style of the or the the kind of like you know emphasis of the games? And it does quite it, it does it does do it quite well. Um, it stays it stays true to the the series kind of like lore, and it also stays with the series kind of like uh, kind of like. Can, canon voice actors as well, including the it has the English dub anyway. This English dub here uh, has the voice actors from the actual games voice reprising the roles in the game. So obviously it's got the English voice actor uh, for uh, Professor Layton and Luke uh, and uh, whatnot. But of course there's are there are like. Uh, um, Various other characters in it as well that do make appearances. Um, the whole story it's based around a kind of like mythology of, uh, <laughs> and I was kind of laughing up at this when I heard, first heard it because it the word or the place or word has a totally different meaning in my mind. It's about the legend of uh, Ambrosia, and to me. Ambrosia is a custard. <laughs> it's and I just think it's like we're going to the city of custard, yay! <laughs> and uh, no, I was just joking there, but uh, but no, that's that's how I originally kind of like mocked it as. But no, it's based on a legend where um, in this uh, kind of like forgotten city of Ambrosia is the secret to eternal life, and. Um, you know, various people have kind of like been wondering if this is true or not, and they try to find it. And of course, it's all based on the kind of like realization of a little girl that is saying that she is the reincarnation or kind of like uh, or uh, the you know uh, entity of a girl that kind of like died. You know, very suddenly, which uh, is kind of weird. So Professor Layton and Luke go out to see the person who got in contact with them with this kind of like incident, and um, they go to see, um, you know, what the deal is, what the deal of this uh, kind of like uh, eternal youth, kind of like malarkey, and uh, if this is all true or it's all make believe. And um, in in the movie, it does actually portray s- certain aspects from the games, in particularly the puzzles, because in the movie it does actually involve actual puzzles that you can actually join in and actually understand, um, you know, join in and actually find out what the the answers to these puzzles are, because. You know, you're taking. It's pretty much just you're taking part in helping with the character. You know, taking part in with uh, the characters' kind of like uh, predicaments. And there's about four puzzles in. Well, there's four puzzles in the movie itself. Um, that um, obviously, you know, kind of is set up by a diabolical kind of like mastermind as such, who is you know giving people the chance to win. Uh, win this kind of like competition and be able to, um, 
you know, uh, get eternal life as a gift, you know, as a as a prize as such. So the prize is getting eternal life, and um, how how they portray the puzzles is just like how they would probably portray the puzzles in the games, kinda. Um, not not in the same kind of like cryptic way, but it's still in the same style. Some are cr- more cryptic than others, uh, and sometimes they're not. But uh, sometimes they're very, very, very straightforward. So uh, yeah. Um. And what else is there to say? I mean, really, it's it's essentially pretty much the game being brought onto the bigger screen. And I did like the animation style of the games, of the animation cutscenes in the games, and I thought, yeah, I I would agree that this is actually a very good animation for, um, you know, for a film. And that is possibly, you know, and for this series, I think this is going to be the same series as what Pokemon has done for its series. Where they have, you know, they have, in Pokemon, you know, they got like these crazy, crazy kind of like situations and whatnot, and crazy kind of like deals and mysteries and whatnot, and it's involving these bloody monsters that you can capture and put in your pocket and cry, and it, it's an absolute mindfuck, and that that's good for kids, but with um, Professor Layton, it's a lot more adults and. Um, yeah, even though it's rated U, Universal, by the BBFC, which I think is absolute fucking ridiculous, because there's a couple of scenes in the game, a couple of scenes in the movie, in fact, where there's a character who pretty much kicks the sh- living shit out of everyone, every kind of like bad guy that's in there, uh, and at one moment, sh- and this is a she, she actually kicks a guy in the balls. I am dead serious. She kicks a guy in the balls. And there's a there's another character who, who's male obviously reacts to this action by actually covering his crotch. And holy shit. It's like <laughs> I mean, seriously. You know, having a scene where someone gets their balls kicked in, it's, it's not, it's not a thing. I mean, if I put that on repeat, just having that woman kicking that guy in the balls constantly, oh my god, it was just like, wow, <laughs> it's, it's bad. Um, and I'm, I'm, and I'm surprised that this got a U rating, a U Universal. This is good for kids aged three and up. It's it's crazy. Anyway, um, with um, Professor Layton, uh, Professor Layton, and Eternal Diva, there is a, a couple of extra things as well. well a couple of extra stuff, including uh, talks with uh, the guy, the development team for the Professor Layton games, being that of level five. Uh, who are very infamous for their uh, kind of like uh, uh, RPGs that they've created over the years, and Professor Layton is no exception. They they obviously you know had their kind of like style with um, uh, the Professor Layton games, and also you know with puzzles in general, like puzzle mystery solve mi- mystery kind of like titles uh, that they've uh, done for the DS. Um, there's also various other things as well, including there's a, a main focus on the final riddle in the in the the kind of like um, in the um, uh, the movie, which kind of like un- you know that's kind of like broken down into a bite-sized kind of like thing, so you don't understand you understand what the what everything is. But the last thing that's on the bonus DVD, and it's only a bonus DVD, it's not a bl- bonus Blu-ray, and it's not part of the Blu-ray 
disc and whatnot. Uh, it's Break the Code, and basically what it is is that it's it's essentially another puzzle, f- you know, for um, for the DVD. And if you break the code, it allows you access to the UK site of uh, the the Professor Layton and the Eternal Diva, um, you know, website. And it'll, it'll show you some. It, it, it'll give you something extra uh, to show. And I don't know what it is. And I don't know what the, you know, what uh, the code is. I, 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 I mean, me myself with the Professor Layton games, it is a very difficult. Uh, I'm, I'm me, me and puzzles, they're not fantastic. I, it's like I can't understand every single puzzle because some, some are a little more cryptic than others. But the one that is on this DVD, on this bonus DVD, to unlock all that, extra, you know, to unlock the extra content or unlock certain things on the website and whatnot, is, you know, is kind of odd. Um, what it's, it gives you three hints. Uh, the first one is, have you seen these letters before? Uh, or, have you seen these uh, numbers before? And the answer is yes, because they are on the kind of like, uh, the kind of like inside sleeve for, um, uh, for the DVD case, or well, the Blu-ray disc case, or whatever. And the second question is: uh, Look at the DVD cover close. Uh, look at the DVD packaging closely. And it's like, uh, and I'm looking at it closely, and all these numbers are all over the place, all over there. And it then it goes, look at the back of the digi copy or di- digi copy, and it's like. What? It's like, and I was looking at it, and it's like, there's no digi copy here. It's like, digi, co- what? What does it mean? So, so yeah, I'm very stumped as to what, um, you know, what what the whole code is for uh, Professor Layton. So, hopefully, I should find I I should be able to find some information. Uh, online to see if anyone's actually cracked the code and actually know what the code is all about. Um, and and to find out what the whole co- code is all really, you know, what what it actually entails of getting you when you put it into the website. Who knows? Um, my overall impressions. Um, I was originally going to get this on DVD. But then I saw the, you know, I'm starting my Blu-ray collection. I really wanted to get some more Blu-ray discs and whatnot, so I decided to go for the Blu-ray DVD combo, uh, not the collector's edition, not the massive 50-pound collector's edition that gets you that two, uh, that 630-page uh, storybook booklet uh, or storyboard booklet, which is absolutely criminal. Really, I mean. Fifty quid for the DVD for the tri- for the Blu Blu-ray DVD combo edition and a booklet and it's a massive booklet as well and it's like fifty quid for it I was like no but um, for the DVD Blu-ray disc combo it's twenty two quid uh, the DVD on its own is twelve quid twelve ninety nine so. Really, in all sign, you know, getting the DVD Blu-ray combo um, is probably a little more, little more acceptable because I think usually with Blu-ray D- Blu-ray discs, they probably cost about um, about twenty uh, about twenty pound. So yeah, I think it, I think it's all right. But in all sign, if you don't have a D- Blu-ray D- you know, if you don't have a Blu-ray player, I suggest uh, getting this on the you know on DVD. That's that's how I suggest it. So it's it's a good collection for any anime collector uh, or any any person who loves anime uh, because it's you know it's done by an anime t- uh, anime uh, anime team 
And uh, if you if you're a fan of the Professor Layton series as well, it's probably a, a good uh, pickup to you know uh, add to the kind of like continuing uh, continu uh, yeah. continuity plot of the entire series uh, because it is con- it is connected to the you know pl- Professor Layton series. So it, it like in the game series, so it has that story element to it, so it works. Uh, so yeah. So yeah, that is me, Professor Layton, and the internal, in, uh, the internal diva. Uh, I must, I've recommended, you know, a, a very recommended kind of like anime movie. For any anime fanatic, uh, any anime fanatic who has also enjoyed the Professor Layton, uh, <clears throat> the Professor Layton series as well. So yeah, that's cool. Um, right, uh, I think we're getting close to the end of the show. Uh, I do have a couple of requests from listeners who uh, want to hear their best Sonic music. Um, and we'll probably leave it at that. Uh, not really much else I can actually talk about, really. Um, I did buy another Blu-ray set, but I'm not going to talk about that just now. I think I'll leave that for next week. Um, also, I do I do apologize for not putting up the last last week's episode of uh, Turbo Drive Live uh, onto the. Uh, 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 NGP um, uh, I, I think I should change <laughs> I think I should change change my folder now because it's like it's not the next generation portable it's the next generation podcast uh, god so yeah uh, right so yeah, I'm going obviously I'll have that uploaded. I'll have both episodes uploaded uh for people's enjoyment and ho- hopefully people will not go <gasps> he hasn't put up his stuff. <gasps> He's a bad boy. So uh anyway. Uh right. Uh that is me. I will see you all guys um uh, next week. Don't forget uh, there are people on this uh weekend. Um, do check them all out. Uh, but of course, later tonight you do have um, uh, the realm of awkward banter at midnight. So if you want to catch some more randomness on SSR for your Friday night goodness, then do do be sure to check them out. And of course, you can also check out uh, on Sunday that uh, there's lots of more random stuff. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, on Sunday, obviously, there's uh, the Sonic Hour with Sen and Rory, and uh, what was it? Um, EC Airways as well, on uh, r- well, particularly right after the Sonic, sh- uh, the Sonic Show. On Sunday. So anyway, uh, I will see you all next week, same time, same place, uh, on on Sega Sonic Radio. I will be leaving you out with two requests in the form of uh, Adabat uh, Jungle Joyride Day stage from Sonic Unleashed and Azure World, uh, Azure Blue World, Azure Blue World from Sonic Adventure One. So. Enjoy these. I will see you all next week. And have a good weekend. And kick, uh, keep it real. Yeah. Right. This is Turbo for Turbo Drive Live signing off. Thank you very much for listening. Good night.
Thanks for listening to Turbo Drive Live. Only on Sega Sonic Radio. The number one source for Sonic music.